And welcome back to Oz with Stories. And sorry about we had a little hiatus. Had to mention it. Me and Riley were a bit sick. You know, it's going around. Both had a sore back. Still do. Still do a little bit. But now we're back. We're there's excited a, to be back. There's a peek behind the curtain, folks. And we've got a great guest. Riley, get out of here. Ah, ah, my back. Yeah, so we've got David, David Lynch on the podcast today. Pleasure to be here. How are you, David? I'm well. That's, How are you? Yeah, I'm great. great Do you to... like cinema? I love cinema. Cinema is fascinating to me. Great to finally meet you. Do you like movies? I love movies. Well, people say movies and cinema are the same. Yeah, well, I suppose. Look, look, you see movies in the cinema. It's true. And I They s- are the same. So, would you just call like, you know, the art of filmmaking cinema, really? <laughs> yes. Well, that's anyway. Is it What's wrong? Something seems to be on your mind. What is it, champ? That's short for champion. I've had a death in the family, David. Recently? Yeah. How recent? Yesterday. Yesterday. And who was this family member of yours? Whole family. All of them? Gone. That reminds me of my movie. Which one? Blue Velvet. Oh, yeah. There is a death in that also. What happened in that? Tremendous, tremendous movie. (laughs) That is a great movie. Well, a guy finds an ear. Yeah, he does. Which starts this whole quest. Oh, yeah, we've seen it. The audience has seen it. I'm sorry to hear about your family. I hope I made you feel better. I'll get over it. (laughs) Have you tried meditation? Pardon? Have you tried transcendental... Meditation. I have, I have. I haven't really transcended yet, but I keep trying. Well, you need not to try, but to not try. I have. have. That is the art of letting go while still holding on. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You just practice meditation and you'll eventually get there? Have you played baseball, champ? Once in my youth, in high school, I played a bit. Were you a hitter or or a thrower? I'm a great thrower, great piff. You're the pitcher on the team? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, champ. You know when you throw that ball? Yeah. And it flies right into the glove, straight past the batsman's bat? Absolutely. Well, that's what, like, cinema is like. Yeah, how so? Well, you're in the moment, the flow state. Right. And that, champ, is like meditation. So think about when you used to play baseball and used to throw the perfect pitch. I mean, you weren't trying too hard then, were you? No, I, just, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just throwing it. And that's the art of meditation. Right. So you need not to try. Right. So, so when you, what I want to ask is why, why fi- look, I look at you as just the quintessential artist, right? So... I believe you could probably do anything when it comes to art. I you, wanted to be a painter. I know. Yeah, I know you could probably paint, you can write, you can 
So why why the medium of film? Why not music? I, I know you love music. Why not? I love all art. Why I not? love art. I know, I know. Why not stick to painting as such? I just couldn't get any goddamn good at it. Right, that's fair. But, but I have things in my mind. I know. That have manifested through my mind, and it is like fishing. Yes. Ideas are fascinating to me. Where, where, where would you say you get your ideas from? Mostly the unmanifest and how deep you can go through the art of meditation. So it's all meditation, really. It's all meditation. And then I try and use whatever medium allowed to express the idea that's manifested in my mind. Which you prefer film over all. Which I tried else. with painting, but I couldn't quite bridge the gap. Right. See, the thing about painting and why I respect it so much, because that's really all there is. It's the artist, the canvas, and they're putting all their work on it subjectively. Whereas a film, you make a film, you've got to hire fucking 40 people, David. You know what I mean? There's so many variables. And it's that, not just you and the canvas. That anymore. is also an art form. Well, true, but I feel there's something a bit more pure about just being with a canvas or a, or, a, or a book and writing or even music, playing an instrument, you know? So why, why film? Why, why does that grab you so much on the haunches? Now that you ask me, I, I don't think I... I don't think I truly do love it. <laughs> really? So what are you doing just for a paycheck? I think I'm trying to impress my dad. Um, He loved films. Right. The only way we would ever talk to each other was talking about a film. Mm. What was his favorite film? Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, it's a great film. Good cast, chases and that. It was his favorite film. He loved that movie. He loved that movie. Well, can you blame him? Well, <laughs> it wasn't my cup of tea, champ. What's your philosophy behind your films? What, what, do you, what do you want to deliver to the audience first and foremost? Hypnotization. In, and why? What do you want I to want to hypnotize the viewer yeah. to, for them to fall into a meditation. Uh, okay. It's all that, and it's very subtle. Yeah, I suppose your films are quite... It's as subtle as the bee in subtle. Well... Think about that for a while. Yeah, no, I I get you. I'm right there with you, David. Do you know how to spell it? S-U-B-T-L-E. Now say it. Subtle. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just kidding you. You got me on a technicality, champ. What, what, um, but I wanted to get back to the ideas, right? So Sure, champ. When, when you grasp an idea... You have an interesting face. Thank you. I would like to make clay out of your face. Oh. You resemble a man I knew when I was younger. Really? Was this a good man, a bad man? Bad, bad man. Neanderthal. Oh, that's not good. Did he, did he do anything to you? Not to me, but I witnessed a lot of his tragic maneuvers. Like, what What are you talking about? Cannibalism. Jesus, you witnessed that? I witnessed it. What's the worst? I filmed it. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Well. And do you try and capture that in your movies? 
I like to capture emotions. Mm. They're going nice cycles. And emotions to me are like ingredients. So mm. if you think of ingredients when you're making a dish, when you 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 want it to all you want it to taste different, but almost they complement each other. Mm. And then I like to put emotions, say like say a savory and a sweet that don't quite make sense. Mm. Like salted caramel. Ooh, good and I like putting them together and people are getting emo- and it's challenging the human psyche. Well, maybe that's why you're so drawn to films because it's a, an amalgamation of, of all the art forms together. You can use music. You can, like, you, you utilize music perfectly in your movies, you know. Thanks, conjure, champ. To conjure up a certain emotion. Oh, you're too kind. It's got writing. You can use the, the palette of your color and lighting as your canvas. Yes, yes. And all that, so... Yeah, whatever you, you, you said. It's, I'm, I'm right there with you, champ. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear it. The greatest baseball player I ever heard. You have beautiful hair, by the way. You've always have great hair. I've been very blessed with my hair. Unfortunately, the world cares about looks. And you see, I've got a head a lot just off my hair. Well, would you describe yourself as vain at all? Of course, champ. Well, a man without immaculate hair every day, I can tell you, you spend some time on it, you know. And that's fine. I think a little bit of vanity goes a long way. And I don't want to be fat. No. No, not at all. Who does? But in saying that, I don't work out or go to the gym or anything like that. Really? What's your secret? Fasting. Mm. I have one meal a week. A week? Jesus Christ. And three chocolate milkshakes every day. Fucking hell. You don't exercise. Well, it makes your hair glow, mate. Thanks, champ. You know what? You're not a bad guy after all. That's right. Shake my hand. No, no, no. Please don't. I just want to say this. From the moment I met you, I was really confused. Was that? I thought you were some kind of some kind of egomaniac. Well, I can be. Is that true, champ? Um, I've heard things about you. Well, look. I heard about your acting Prius. Look, look, if you want to know my story. I was Toyota a, Prius. Well, I've got one of them too. I seen it in the garage. It's a beautiful vehicle. Not bad. You like the rims? I like the rims, but did you have to go with that dark blue? Yeah, well, I got them put on. I got a good deal. I know a guy. So anyway, my story. I was a, I was a childhood like superstar, right? I'd get just... <laughs> I'd get so many acting jobs as a young actor... That it just all went to my head a bit. So I, you know, I thought I was the best and I was going to be, you know, go straight right through to the finish. Just, you know, red tape and all that. And just everyone screaming up my name and at 21 I'll be, you know, the next fucking Leonardo DiCaprio or something. So that was just, it wasn't even a thought of mine. I just, I kind of knew it was going to happen. But as I went along in the industry and I, my experiences grew and I got to know more of the people and the people behind the scenes and everything in the industry I wanted to be in, it, uh, it, it was kind of, I kind of realised that that wasn't the thing that I fell in love with, you know. I fell in love with, as you know, just a kid who's playing and I, I want to be playing characters, and I want to play this, I want to play that, you know, because as an actor, you can just be anything you want, like you with making films, 
you can you, you have so much freedom and as an actor i have the freedom in my characters so i really i had this thing as a, as a youngin and i think it was because i watched so many films a lot of yours too and do you want to do you want to have object to any of it <laughs> so so as i as i grew up i i guess i i i matured a bit too early in the industry that i was in and i noticed these you know shortcomings of of you know what i was trying to the business i was trying to you know pierce unjustly which i already did at a young age it was a lot it's a lot easier to do as a child actor because you know a lot of kids you know they don't really know what they're doing so as a as a young mature person i could just you know i could do what i wanted really <laughs> and the freedom so you know i got stuck in a job where that was supporting my acting career for so long and i you know i wasn't in love with said job of course but you know it was part time it was flexible and it suited my needs you know to try and pursue this you know career that i i wasn't even sure i was in love with anymore so you know that would happen and you know some stuff would go right some stuff a lot of stuff would go wrong and you just sometimes you can't control it you can't control the way the world goes so you know it got tough at times it was great at times it was it was real tough but i think working a job i i you know i'm not completely passionate about for so long i think it's it's done me a a, a better service than you know if i did become that superstar that i thought i was going to be at you know 2021 you know i could have been just the biggest narcissistic egomaniac there is just thinking you know i had it all worked out from the age you know 9 10 11 so i would have been stuck in that mindset which i think a lot of them can be and can get so in a way david my failures have become my success and that's why i i am who i am today and i i, th- I feel i've got a better perspective on life to talk to a man like you and that's why we relate so much now and that's and that's that's my life story really so what was the question just about um my prius yeah rims. why why did you get dark blue on the the car not dark blue rims the car is dark blue i know i've always just liked the color of dark blue D- is it leather yeah of course and what color interior brown brown, brown. <laughs> does it have a cd player no no i only have cd's really what are your thoughts on records they're too big yeah they don't fit in the car mm. i drive a lot really Why is that? Do you feel ideas come to you more when you're driving? I feel it's a nice state between kind of letting your mind go but you're also concentrating. Mm. I feel it's quite meditative. Yes, because you are you have to be focused on this one thing and you can let the mind wander. Let me ask you this, champ, please. Do you use your phone while you drive? Um Look, I do occasionally. I know I shouldn't but you know it's just there sometimes I've got a little holder for it which helps but I do you know I change the music and all how about you do you do you have a smartphone? No. No. Nice. I have a phone on the wall. Yeah. In my car. Oh really? So sometimes I use my phone but just for phone calls. 
that's cool. And it goes, you know, you have to pick it up and hang it up and all that. Yes. <laughs> cool. So here's what I wanted to ask. When you receive an idea, do you think it comes from inside you or more of an external source? We are antennas. Antennas, yes. That's what I... And I, the idea is that it's up to you what frequency, frequency your consciousness can get on, and there you will find places and real-life things, un- the unmanifest, the world of the unmanifest. Mm-hmm. And how do you, do you just change your frequency with meditation and, and other things like that? Or do you have any other practices? It has been meditation. When I was younger, I did a lot of, a lot of coyote. What's that? <laughs> I'm not sure. I know, I think I... Is that, is that a party? It's a paste. Is that a, I think I've heard of it. It's like a party drug. No. What it's it? it's a, a spread. psychedelic. Oh yeah, right. And and you ingest it. You eat it. It's a paste. Right. And you will see a lot of a lot of the world. Yeah, well, it really changes your frequency. I think you know if there are infinite frequencies and infinite planes, you know, in just different dimensions out there. And everything's just kind of the same kind of organism. So you're getting ideas from, you know, the 11th dimension that might, might have been you in another time when you were an angel, you know? Are you, are you getting a fuck? What do you mean? You just seem, you come across like you're not having sex with women. Well, I'm, I've, I've had a bit of a dry spell, David, but I... I find that is... Uh, the soul, it seems like it's falling out of your face as you talk. Well, uh, you know, that's what happens. I think you need some pussy. Look, I'll try my best, but I can't... You know, I can only do so much. Do, do, are you married? Yes. I get heaps of pussy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and what's your wife's name? My wife is Glender. Glender? She's... <laughs> Glender. Yeah. She's from Shepparton. How long have you known her? About 24 minutes. Mars time. Which is about 24 and a half years. Yes. Nice. Did you meet in high school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Time's all muddied up. I'm not... I don't... I don't... Listen, Jai... You've been, it's been a real treat speaking to you, you know. You too, David. And one, of the, one thing I need to say to you. Yes? I love you. Really? What makes you say that? I say it to everybody. Uh, what? Where do you feel love in your body? I feel it in my, in my loins. What, what's that, your ass? My, my inner thigh. Z. Oh, really? What All the way like up. A fuzziness? Mm. Mm, so when, wh- when do you feel it? Right now. Well, that's good. But isn't love a funny thing? How it always... We just assume it's always there. But what if we're doing something when, you know, we're not in contact with anyone we love, you know? 
like we're at work and it's just it's absent and then when you go home to your spouse or family and then it comes back just naturally and and it fulfills your body a little bit more like i don't i don't understand love do you yes well tell me david well love is the only true emotion and everything else is scattered from that in the mix of love. Mm-hmm. So you see, if you have an emotion, you know that's, that's love with a different spice. That's love with a twist. So you think... So people who feel apathy, they don't feel any love. Mm. So if you can feel, even though it may be bad... You know that is originating from love. So even anger or... Oh, definitely even anger. So you just... Once you separate yourself from the situation, and that's why you meditate. No, I agree. I do meditate. I meditate, you know. What's your meditative practices? You know, I just try and sit down quietly. I light some incense, put on some, you know, meditative music. No, you fucking creep. I'm just kidding. Come here. You say incest? Incense. Oh. You know, the smelly stuff. So I sit down and I, I try and focus on my breath. And I, all I really do is just observe my thoughts. Here he goes again. <laughs> and, yeah, I just, I, instead of, you know, them just passing me by without being conscious of them at all. Jesus Christ, man. How I, old are you? I truly just take the time to be like, you know, what? Why am I thinking that? Oh, now I'm thinking this. Oh, what's going on here? So that's what I do. How about you? Man, no offense, Ben. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? What? How do you meditate? Why don't we talk more about manly things? Like more things that are more cultural. Like? Like, the, have you been watching the Commonwealth Games? No, not really. Tremendous. Too much swimming. Swimming's fucking boring. I don't care who you are. What do you got to say about that? I hate swimming. It's a real pain in my ass. Have you tried? Not yet. Maybe you should. I might give it a go. You've never swam? No. You're scared of the water? Yes. Why? Long story, but I watched this film when I was younger. Jaws? Avatar. Well, well, how did that make you scared of the water? <laughs> wow, you're really unpacking some things now. Yeah, well, you, if you don't mind talking about it. Well, it's a little close to the heart, but I mean, I think I'm ready to say it out loud. Please. I'm not scared of water. Oh. I've been saying this for tax purposes. Right. Because I didn't want them to think that I've been traveling overseas. Mm. I'm from Wisconsin. Wisconsin? I've never left. Really? Wisconsin. What about when you, you, uh, you, so you shoot everything in Wisconsin? Yes. Did you just wink at me? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Have you ever been, you know what? I really respect about you. Mm. I heard you say once how... Look, you've struggled with depression. That's no secret. And you went to the doctor 
and said, you know, have you got some pills for this? But then you asked, would it kill your creativity? You interview like Howard Stern. <laughs> In any way. And I respect you for that. I, I, you know, it's a touchy subject, but I think, you know, being on medication can kill creativity. But if you make that decision, you have to live with your own bullshit. True, but isn't that better than the alternative of everything being a bit more dull? Maybe for you, but is it for the people around you? Well, each to their own and all that. I say yes. Well, good. Be yourself. Well, I'm always trying. But you've got to be aware. Of everything else? Everything. Mm. But aren't we all just everything? You just inspired a movie for me. Beautiful. What's it going to be called? Everything. Okay. About a hairdresser. Right. And the hair that she cuts turns to snakes. But the snakes are not snakes. They are hair. Okay. So, then the hairdresser falls in love. With? Herself. And then, what happens? Then, they go to a basketball field. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. You're all right. Are you sick? Brother. You look a bit sickly. And the the basketball team are all not making shots. Okay. So, she has to become the coach? What's her name? Peggy. Peggy what? Sue. (laughs) Peggy Sue. Is it set in the 50s? No. Why are you so enamored with the 50s and all that? I like that era. The music. The music. Even film. It was simple. You see, I have this theory on films. If you you make a good play, mm-hmm. you have a good script, and if it's easy, if it's better to present that play using the rules of cinema, then it should be a a movie. Mm. So now what they're doing is not having a script but relying on all the cinema can do. And there's no skeleton to the movie. It's just fancy images and an algorithm to please the masses. Mm, Get the bums in seats, eh? So people need to start respecting theater and good writing. Well, I 100% agree. And I I, I do think um, it will flip back. To the way Theater, for me, is boring. Why? Unfortunately, I grew up at a time of cinema. So yeah. now, for me, it is hard that I now have the palate of being a, a cinephile to then watch theater. Well, this is what I respect about theater. What's that? And as you know, I, I did a lot of theater back in my, my youth. I do. I've heard, I've heard plenty of things. As an actor. And I, 
like I said before, with the, you know the paintings and the music and how it all just unfolds like jazz, you know, in front of you, and you're just doing it, and it's improvisational and all that. I mean, with with plays and theatre, you know, it's blocking and all that, and you, you set it all out, but you've still got to execute it, and you've got to execute it in the moment. Whereas films, you can start, you can stop, you can cut, you can fucking edit, you know, all this shit. Which, like you said, it's an art in itself. But that's maybe you should look at theatre like that. You know, it's unfolding in front of you. Anything could happen. Some cunt could throw his fucking jocks on the stage. So that's all I want. That's, you know, let's do it. But it's hard for them to make a good play. Tis, tis. But you know, you see a good play, and that could be better than the best film you've ever seen. I haven't yet. Well, just keep trying. That's all I want to say to you. All right, and. On that, would you like to say anything else? I would like to say something. Please. For a long time, people have called me David Lynch. Mm-hmm. But I'm changing my name to Alistair Lynch. Right, why, why is that? He was a great footballer back in the day. Who? Have you, do you know about AFL Australian Rules Football? No. Well, it's this sport we have. It's kind of like soccer, but the, the ball's a bit more egg-shaped, and you can kick it, and it bounces a bit weird, and you can mark it. And when you mark it, you have a little time to kick it. And you, can, you know you can tackle really hard, and it's quite, it's quite free flowing. It's nice to watch. You should check it out. But anyway, he, he was a he was a great footballer in this sport of ours. So it's funny that you went that name. I wasn't aware of him. Well, maybe I'll not do that. Well, maybe I'll do. How about David Lynch? Have you heard of him? The movie guy. Yeah, he makes movies. I couldn't copy him. You can do what you want. Okay. Call me David Lynch. All right, David Lynch. Great to have you on.